Howdy! It's Deconversion Therapy Holiday Time Spirit in your face. This is Karen in Tennessee. This is Bonnie down in Florida, and we are on the heels of some hurricane-level weather that has just turned into sunshine, so I'm particularly happy for that. A lot of gratitude. That's what God likes to do. He likes to scare and then release. Scare, release. <laughs> That's life, Does honey. great things for the... I know. Does great things for the, um, what is it, parasympathetic system, yeah. anxiety. It's delightful. It's delightful. Yeah, for your fight-flight response. <laughs> Thanks, God. Fawn, fear, yeah. fart, I think. <laughs> um, so you guys know where to find us on everything. Bonnie just opened a, a, a particular story suggestion for our letter so that I had seen before, but she hadn't. Do you mm-hmm. want to paraphrase it? If I could remember what you're talking about, I'd be so happy to. It was the one that was just about our TikTok. They just said that whoever was coordinating our TikTok page was cruel and not fit for public consumption. <laughs> so that's Karen. You said mentally unstable, oh, so sorry. get it right. If well, you're I didn't want to upset you. Me, <laughs> I'd already seen it. So what does it say about me that... The more that kind of stuff comes at me, the like more excited I get. I guess because it proves the point, you yeah. know. It proves why people are leaving the church. Yeah, they're they're so mean when you don't like join them in their cult. They're so mean. Oh they my gosh. are. They are not our great Christian followers who understand like love and not oppressing people and all that. We love you, and we appreciate you. And didn't and then go back to your churches and punch them in the... Yeah, but we laughed at the bullshit that was going on in our church when we were going to church, so it's possible to do both things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're on threads also. We're on Instagram, and I was telling Bonnie because she was overseas escaping America for a little bit, and you can talk about that if you want, but... Um, not on my time. No, I'm joking. But the while she was gone, I came out as an atheist and that we're doing a podcast and so forth on the God Forsaken Facebook. And why that was important to me is because a lot of the people I knew from Christianity, from churches, from being raised in things from Christian college, so forth, and it had been weighing on my heart, Bonnie, as she knows, for a long time. Now, exactly what you thought would happen would happen. The people I've made friends with in the last chunk of years are the ones that are all like, good for you, or oh my gosh, or this and that. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones from before either have me hidden which is fine with me, or can't can, like wait. it for whatever reasons. <laughs> so you know you're hidden? Do we do no, you know no. if you're hidden? Oh, okay. So or or like no. a lot of people, they've just pe- like gradually migrated away from the shit show of Facebook, right? Correct. Although because it co- coincided with my birthday, oh, that's right. They would come and say happy birthday to me. 
Right. But they wouldn't, yeah, acknowledge the other thing, you know, as did any of my family. And and that's just how it's got to be. When they put Bible verses, I don't go, I'm not going to like it. Well, I don't like that. But if they're like, I got through cancer, thank God. Of course I like that. Right. God. Um, so that's been a big step. That is big. And I'm big. excited about that. And if you want, yeah, you want to find out more, go to Instagram and look for a picture of me when my hair was shorter and read that. <laughs> and uh, tell the people, if I can't remember, because I'm having problems right mm-hmm. now remembering stuff, uh, where to send their stories. Because today we're going to read letters. So if you want to send your story yeah, to us. Yeah. We haven't done letters in a while. We want to read it. Yeah, we want to read your stories. And we don't care. Yeah, we don't care if we've read yours, a different one before. We don't remember. If it is funny and it has something to do with religion, Jewish, Hindu, evangelical, and and you're still in those things, there you go. We want to hear it. We would love to hear your funny stories, and we like just reading them and having a good time because there's enough trauma podcasts. Yeah, and that's our cover your ass preface for saying, if we've read this before, it's because we don't remember. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Who knows? because we like it that So much. let me see. I think that's all the places. A lot of people were asking. I wish there was a group that we could just let all this stuff out in, and I would say to you, it's our Facebook group. Go find it. It's just called Deconversion Therapy. Answer the questions. Jump in. Boom, boom. Then wind your heart out. That's what it's there for. People are great. It's a nice community. It really is. It is. Besides sending us those letters, when you go to our website, which I think is going to be revamped soon, but we do also have, like, recommendations for books. People always ask. And if you buy them through there, we get some pennies. If you just want to write it down and be like, I shall not buy it from the website portal, (laughs) then that's fine, too. But there's some books. And I'm going to be adding some because I know of a couple books that have come out and some other resources for people. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to start today with a letter from the lovely Bethany. And it goes like this. Hi, Karen and Bonnie. You might remember Nate and me from the Hobo Fest letter. (laughs) And we're back with a tale of the weirdest Christmas Eve service ever. Yes, we love them. It was 2013, and we were spending our junior year of college Christmas break visiting Nate's parents in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Both of us were in the process of deconstructing and didn't really go to church anymore, but we decided to go to the three different church services during our visit to keep up appearances. Yeah. All right, you do it. The first of which was a typical Sunday before Christmas service, which we endured with some eye rolls and the realization that one of the banners that were supposed to have an animal horn on it really looked like an eel. Hey, I know. <laughs> I get it. You're sitting there. You're bored. You're laughing and going, it's eel-like. 
It was a special Christmas play with some caroling sprinkled in at the main church instead of the satellite church that his parents normally attended. Now, I thought that I had a good grasp on church plays since as a theater kid, oh, Bethany, (laughs) growing up in a Minnesotan Baptist church, I had been in almost all our church's skits. Hell, I even played Mary. Dear listener, this is a huge (laughs) bragging point for all our listeners. All right, let me just interject that I was watching a clip of Jimmy Fallon this morning and found out that Hugh Grant, who went to an all-boys school in England, was always cast as Mary in the Christmas play. <laughs> what? Because oh, it was an all-boys was school, the- and he was quite pretty, he said. And he said, of course, they cast him as Mary a few times, then they start calling him Mary. <laughs> so. <laughs> but I mean... He did have the cowlick situation. That's probably it was oh, yeah. very floppy hair. Yeah. I think I first saw him actually when I went to Yale. For people who didn't know that I went to Yale to visit my friend. <laughs> anyway, um, and we watched the movie. I think it was Maurice, and it was like a gay love affair. And he, I think that's when I first saw him. So he was very pretty. Yeah, he was anyway, pretty. If I got the name wrong, Lo Siento. Um, Siento. All right. She says that she even played Mary as a high school senior. An almost six-foot-tall Mary with dyed red hair and winged eyeliner, (laughs) but that was their casting choice. Oh, I love, because they wanted to be cool. They wanted to reach out to the kids. You know what I'm saying? Let's cast the girl with the winged eyeliner. Yeah. And... I'm sorry, if you're a senior in high school, you were way too old to be playing Mary. (laughs) This Christmas play opened with the usual points. Mary and Joseph entering Bethlehem and getting to the stable. Now, most Christmas plays skip over the actual birth of baby Jesus, Uh, not this one. (laughs) Ew. Cue this little high school girl playing Mary no. go behind a screen no. in the stable on stage and start screaming and fake labor. Okay, no. did they have like one of those shadow scrim things, if that's the right word, where she's laying there I, with I her legs did. in a V shape? Right. Up in stirrups <laughs> with someone you can tell is wearing a mask oh my or a camel a wearing a mask trying to about, deliver it. They did not know about <laughs> germs back then. I love it. <laughs> there actually are some verses about that, but about putting a cloth over your face. Um, but that was not this. I also want to know... Was Mary yelling, Jesus H. Christ? (laughs) Ah. Okay, it lasted a few moments, and we were like, okay, this is awkward, but it'll be over soon. A couple of minutes later, and she's still screaming. Oh, no. This continued to go on for far longer than any sane person would think was appropriate. Oh, I have an idea. Again, this girl was only like 15 years old. Okay, that's closer for historic accuracy. Mm-hmm. Nate and I looked at each other in horror, but everyone around us seemed to approve of the recreation of their Savior's birth. 
We don't even really remember how the rest of the play went right. because that scene was so traumatic. I never want to experience a Christmas play ever again thanks to that Christmas Eve <laughs> service. Thanks again for making us laugh so much. Thank oh my you, Bethany. Gosh. So it hit me. I bet I know why they did that. Remember how at Easter, like the whole thing, is to watch Jesus suffer yeah, and that's listen what I was to just the banging of the nails. Yeah. Yeah. And screaming yeah. and moaning and wailing and gnashing of teeth and all of that. It's just, yeah. why do we want to have some bad actor reenact that? That's the part that offends me. Not the fact that they're doing it, but it's a shitty acting job. We know. Who knows, no. though? <laughs> it could have been Dakota Fanning. I know. Yes, we don't know when it was done. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. But absolutely. But the the screaming and the... I picture it as one of those scenes that you watch a TV show where somebody says something and immediately you're just in your head and all the sounds are blurred or muffled Mm -hmm. for a significant amount of time after. And they probably had like a version of PTSD after hearing that faux birth scene. And what did they do about the umbilical cord? That's it. What did they do? Well, I want to know, did they hear like a splat after Jesus came out? What about the afterbirth? Yeah. Did they slap him? Do we know? And they didn't have scissors. Did it show Joseph there gnawing Chewing at it the off. <laughs> umbilical cord? Yeah. We need to know all the details because I don't feel it's authentic anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's so I gross. I don't feel that that girl embodied it. <laughs> no, she probably. did a disservice to Jesus with her acting, I'm sure, also. Ooh. And can you imagine... Uh, someone who's pregnant who has to flee their area. <laughs> Hello, Texas. I'm looking at you. All right. Enough of that. Okay, so this story is not Christmas related, but I thought that it hells. Throw it in. Okay. Sure. And I didn't mean to say I thought it hells. I thought it held a lot of potential. <laughs> okay. Um, my story. Hi, ladies. First, I want to thank you for this podcast. Oh, maybe that's why I read it, too, because thanks for always Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, As a former evangelical who is trying to navigate being a new atheist in the heart of the Bible Belt, ooh, Greenville, South Carolina, home of Bob Jones University, your podcast has helped more, has helped me, wait, your podcast has helped more than all of the other notable deconstructionists. That's so nice. Oh, um, wow. That's crazy, but thank I you. I know. As someone who has been diagnosed with RTS, I finally learned to release the weight of guilt that comes from realizing that I was, and sometimes am, a shit pile. Yeah, we all are. <clears throat> we all are, but we're so trying not RTS, to be. Yeah, is RTS like a disability or like a, a condition? I that, think it's something know, about trauma. Religious trauma syndrome. Who knows? Yeah. RTS comes here as rape trauma syndrome. So. Oh, I'm so. Yeah. yeah that's I'm so sorry. And even if we're getting it wrong, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is, is so real. appreciate serious. you. Yeah. Okay, so let's make fun of things we can make fun of next. Okay, back to the letter. Now let's rewind about 20 years to when I was in college. Yes. I was a part of a men's group called Caleb's Men. 
which touted doing manly things in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you know, like paintball, airsoft. Do you know what airsoft uh, is? <laughs> is that like yeah? Is that like it's frisbee still golf? shooting guns? Oh, okay. No, but it's still as um, <laughs> you know mundane. But okay. no, you're shooting these little pellets. Oh, okay. So nerfs. Okay. And late night Halo sessions on no. the Xbox because nothing showed the love of Christ more than slaying the filthy alien scum with their own <laughs> plasma sword. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's on the box. The leader of this group was a big burly man, a former collegiate linebacker, and a charismatic guy who just seemed like he wanted to be buddies. So naturally, when he invited me on a colonizing, I mean, mission trip to Belize, <laughs> I jumped at the opportunity. Which, if you and if under what circumstances would people that you kind of have fun with and, don't, and trust would you not go on a trip? To Belize. I know. You know? Yeah. It's a trip. Right. I know. You're in college. How many Especially trips have you already been like on? Especially if it's like you're special. Yeah. You're yeah. special. And you can help people. And you're going to get a lot of attention because well, of your whiteness. Yeah. There you go. So it says there are about 15 of us on the trip. I can't recall exactly what we were doing, but I remember painting a newly constructed mm -hmm. home for a widowed mother in one of the small villages. So naturally, I felt really, really good about myself which is yeah. fair. Um, we stayed mm -hmm. in another town about 20 minutes from the village. The girls stayed in host homes while the guys slept on a concrete floor. That's just cruel. What? In an open air building in the middle of town. We were doing the Lord's work. <laughs> guys, I did. Guys, that's exactly what we did too. Guys yeah, do get the shitty end of it. Because desperate. remember at our college, yeah. The men's dorm was in this crack den infested part of town that we weren't even allowed yes, to did. like drive over and drop them off at night. It was awful. Right. It was really rough. Why didn't they have their own cars, idiots? But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when I was a missionary in India, the guys slept on the floor. There were two rooms at this church, and the women got the three beds. So they definitely had it harder yeah but and you, you know, know still and, has not even approached equality yet no so and in hindsight in hindsight that's really not good for your back regardless of what age you are okay so <laughs> so that was i love our thoughts as we get older like that's shut up karen no. my <laughs> um, the climax of the trip was to be the final night when the town was throwing a huge party with music and drink. Oh, and dancing. Sorry. Same, same to us. We're Southern Baptists. <laughs> music and dancing. Um, both not right. Prior to the festivities, we were treated to one night out in Corozal, where we enjoyed a dinner on the bay, which didn't consist of mainly rice and beans. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Um, while some of us were of drinking age, we were asked not to partake in the consumption of adult beverages. But we still hung out at the tiki bar for a bit while the group leaders were off doing group leader things. While there, one of the guys was approached by two women, and they sat on either side of him at the bar. They chatted for a while, and he was seemingly more and more uncomfortable as their chatting slowly turned into arm touching, which eventually turned into Ooh. a rubbing of the legs. <laughs> and you know what's between the legs, Karen? Okay, sorry. Um, the heart, yeah. 
Most of us were sitting at a table about 15 feet away watching this transpire when one of the locals informed us that our friend was in for the night of his life as these two were regulars. That's right. right. They were sex workers. No sooner had the local informed us of the lady's occupation than one of them grabbed the confused boy by the head and laid one on him. This kiss made most of <laughs> <laughs> this kiss made most of us watching uncomfortable, as it mainly consisted yeah. of her tongue mopping his frozen <laughs> lips. <laughs> <laughs> As he uh, sat there completely... She's trying to pry them open with her tongue. <laughs> why, are they, why are they moving? Why aren't your lips moving? Um, he sat there completely wide-eyed, not sure how to stop what was happening to him. <laughs> this went on for about 30 seconds, in which time yeah. I don't think he blinked or took a breath. Finally, we decided to intervene. We told the budding entrepreneurs that our bus was waiting for us and we had to go. <laughs> even uh, even rescuing your friend, you have to lie. That's nice. So you're and lying. just the whole, like, you know, he has to get on the bus yep. back to the hospital Sorry. His, his lips would soften mm-hmm. up if you just had more time. Um, we made our way back to the bus, bantering as you would expect a bunch of college-age guys would. We boarded the bus where the leaders and the girls were waiting for us, oblivious to what had transpired. While on the bus, the poor kid confessed something to us. That was his first kiss. Oh. (laughs) I hope he's grown into someone who loves that story now. You know them. This was a pure soul, Uh. and his first experience with a woman was a lady of the night in some foreign country. We continued our banter when suddenly our hyper-masculine leader caught wind of the story. Everybody shut up. I don't want to hear another word from (laughs) anyone, he shouted. And he was livid. I never understood if he was upset that the event occurred or that we were acting like 20-year-old boys about it. This was the second time he had yelled at us on this trip. The first was when one of the guys had ended up with appendicitis a few days earlier. And he shouted at us to pray harder before logic (laughs) set in. And we got into a hospital. He had surgery and was fine, by the way. Oh, my God. All the things on this trip. Um, When we arrived at our host (laughs) town, he pulled all the guys aside and informed us that we would not be attending the town party. We instead had to go back to our concrete dwelling with our flashlights and Bibles (laughs) and read the word until we fell asleep. We were not to discuss the events of that night, but reflect on how sinful the world is. Yeah, Shit. don't don't exp- don't talk about this to your parents. Although it's college, oh so I don't know. The next morning we woke but up, but it's and a perfect time for you guys to do shadow puppets on <laughs> the walls. When that'll you're back there that'll with your win them over. <laughs> um, the next morning we woke up and left for the airport, never to speak another word about what happened. That is until I arrived home and told every one of my secular friends about it. We even had a drink named <laughs> after the incident at one of our local college bars. Scotch and Sprite oh, on the great. rocks would forever be named Belizean prostitute. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Thank gosh. you ladies for everything you do. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, Shane. That was Shane, awesome. Oh, it's Shane. Oh, I love you. We need more of those. Oh, my we God. Need, it just kept uh, going. I think it's fantastic. And you know what? Obviously, none of them were like, 
I see what you're doing, ma'am, but do you know Jesus Christ? Right. Like, they couldn't right. even do that. They didn't have, and, you know, lucky for the women that they didn't. But well, you, <laughs> when you're under that pressure, you're like, what the hell do we do? We got to lie. <laughs> Our bus is coming. Right, right. <laughs> like, really? Where's your bus? Uh, come back. Come back, oh, stiff lips. Poor guy. It was his first... It didn't sound like a kiss. So let's, if that guy's listening, don't worry. It wasn't a kiss. It was a mopping (laughs) situation is what it sounded like to me. It sounded like she was trying to test what drink he had just consumed. That is. Exactly. And that's that's just friendly. That's friendly. I mean, we did that on mission trips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for that one. I am going to just draw one. Boom. This one, they're like, don't read my name. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, I, I always hope those are the good I ones. I know. We're like, oh, here we go. Let's hear. <laughs> okay. This, I think, is a male identifying person, if that helps frame it. I was adopted by evangelicals. Shoot. They belonged to a pseudo-Baptist church that had poorly defined beliefs and practices and so seemed to dabble in a little bit of everything. Hmm. For example, my parents were high on their flavor of Christianity as the only right one, yet my mom prayed to St. Anthony whenever she couldn't find her car keys. Ah, I get it. All beliefs were somehow both rigid and flexible at the same time. <laughs> That's called no identity. The church itself would latch on to fads like satanic panic, but it would only last a few months until they moved on to something else or until it was time for Christmas season. Yay, Christmas. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's how this got in the Christmas batch. When I was about seven years old, the church went through a purity culture phase because it actually had some youth people at that time in the church. Some youth people. Is that what their group was called? (laughs) What do we want to call ourselves? Youth. (laughs) Youth. Some youth people. People. Did I tell you? Okay, this is my aside. So it was my birthday recently, and I share it with my father. And... I love every time my brother puts something on the cake, what it is. And this one made me laugh harder than usual. It said, birthday celebration. No. No. It's like saying, uh, birthday cake. That's all it said on it? With white filling. Yes. I loved it. I oh loved gosh. it. I thought it was hilarious. That's so Birthday funny. Birthday celebration. Okay. Um, let's go back to, okay. Um, purity culture. It was explained to me that I couldn't touch my penis because it was dirty and wouldn't make Jesus upset. And when Jesus got upset, he sent oh. people to a bad place when they died. I mean, isn't it great what we tell youngins? Being an inquisitive child, I asked what the bad place was like and got the whole age inappropriate spiel about fire, pain, gnashing of teeth. While they were very specific about what would happen to me for inappropriate touching, they completely failed to define inappropriate touching. Oh, no. As a result, little seven-year-old me thought that I couldn't hold myself while I went to the bathroom. (laughs) I 
love that I, I knew would... where that was going. Oh, that's great. Oh, see, this is me that's and my great. shower issues where if Jesus <laughs> is always watching and your body's yeah. shameful. Like, I would be all jacked up in the corner like there cannot. <laughs> I'm not joking. I would push my bee stings against the cold tile because I'm like, where's well, the camera? If I'm pushing a solid thing, then Jesus and God can't get in between that and see my boobs. Okay, <laughs> I would maneuver my out my fly and just let it rip. <laughs> usually getting urine all over my pants so badly that it looked like I straight up peed myself. We're laughing, but we know we know this is oh, trauma, that's so little sweet. child. Yeah. I had a lot of anxiety going to the bathroom at school, yep, yeah. church, or in a public setting because I knew I'd have to pee my pants. That's so but shitty. I and you, you just knew it some. Is. So you just know some adult didn't give quite enough of a crap to realize. Oh, he might be taking us literally. Uh, might, yeah, we did yeah. not explain the whole thing, right? Right. Um, and that he feared hell more than embarrassment. I get it. Absolutely. So my brother told me that when you sit on the toilet, the devil can come up, his hand can come up and pinch my butt. I hovered for years. Okay. It didn't help um, that your toilet with, lid had a sticker on it that said that yeah, yeah, that had your brother's name, name on it. Paul and it said Paul was here and yeah, little that was my, anyway, my frightening my memory of parents, parents. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and what he did to me. When my parents finally put together what was happening, they informed me of the bathroom exception. Oh. And I stopped having to pee my pants for Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm grateful that I've found your podcast. It's taken me <laughs> decades to recover from religion because I've had zero support and lots of trauma. And your show helps me feel less alone. That is so sweet. We so get it. Like, I love letters like this where you don't have to put your name to it, but you can absolutely tell the weird stuff that we yeah. believed because we were so, like, had half the story, we were bent out of shape, and we had ignorant adults teaching us all of it. Yeah. My my family asked me why I pronounced blacktop on the ground that we drive on, asphalt. And I was like, because I'm not supposed to say ass. <laughs> you can say it exactly. if it's part of another word. Like, all right, well, I didn't know that no, that you was. can't, Bonnie. <laughs> We all did that. It was all the time, like all these little weird, you know, and I did, Bonnie and I had matching socks that were this real weird, thin, stretchy material that would have like faces of popular culture idols of the day, like Fonzie or whatever. And smiley faces. I would tie those. Yeah. I would tie those around my bee stings. Oh, my God. Because I was so shamed that they were, that they existed because of, you know, purity culture and shame. Now, yeah. again. But it was even more terrifying going to get a bra because then it was like, 
oh, I got to mm-hmm. admit, this is happening. Oh, it was all awful. Yeah. It so. was, and yeah, it still plagues us to today. Let it me, does. Oh, I know what I want to tell you guys. Um, was that the last of the letters for no, this No, there's time? one more. Okay, I'll tell you after. Remind me. Here's a word that's secret okay. that you can say and I'll remember. Thanks. Jessica Simpson. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. This is another one. It says it's okay to read their name, and their name is Millie. So it says, my grown-up Christmas list. Hey, awesome ladies. Oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. That's us. Um, I think you are the ones filled with wisdom, power, and love. Oh, so she probably also (laughs) wrote that other comment about the TikTok mentally instability. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Like you, I attended Christian school. Here we go. When my friends and I exchanged Christmas gifts my senior year, my friend Kelsey gave me a poster of the only male TV actor appropriate for an evangelical Christian girl to hang on her wall. You ready? Kirk! Because I know you're not thinking the same era. Dean Kane. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For health class our junior year, we did a semester on being godly wives. Our final project was to create a scrapbook planning our future weddings. For health class, Isn't our senior fucking ugh. yeah, we went to public high school at least. I mean, that's where we learned stuff that was not mm-hmm. like planning for. My God, can you imagine how awful I it would have been if we had been in high school planning on this? Oh my gosh. Okay, I, it's so bad. Maybe okay. Millie will tell Go us ahead. if I keep reading. Um, for health class, our <laughs> senior year, we learned to be godly mothers, complete with having to look after our hard-boiled egg babies. We were tasked with Mm -hmm. keeping a care log, and our final was to create a baby scrapbook. Being a creative overachiever, I bought a disposable camera, used dollhouse furniture, and created scenes involving me, my Dean Cain poster, (laughs) and our lovely egg daughter, Emily Ann Cain, who I dressed up. (laughs) Uh, who I dressed up to look like Anne of Green Gables. The cri- of course. <laughs> and, and here's the of course. That Christmas poster <laughs> gift earned me an A+. Unfortunately, Bam. the exercise proved fruitless. Since we were trustworthy Christian teens, there was no verification that your egg at the beginning of the project was the same at the end. You were expected to truthfully report baby mishaps in your log. My friend Terry broke several <laughs> eggs and never reported it. She is now a lovely, very <laughs> devoted, godly mother of four. I, on the other hand, took meticulous care of my baby egg, and my journey turned out very different. Unless the exercise taught me to be the best cat mom ever, then job well done, (laughs) health class. Good. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Some people just um, found out that Mario Lopez is a Trump supporter, and I'm like, Mm. yeah. Like, there are quite a few people that people didn't realize and that's why i am just going to briefly touch on jessica simpson you guys can let us know if should we we should do an episode about her because i don't dislike her at all i actually like her but i am shocked how evangelical she is and how evangelical her book is and i've like been triggered yeah. for something so if you've listened to it go ahead and write in because 
that might be a fantastic one to talk about. It really sort of sums up modern-day Christianity as far as I'm special, I'm saved, God called me to sing and change the world, in her words, yet I can still do the dirty with John Mayer. Okay. (laughs) And it also, to me, if I were her, I suspect it ticks the box of this is my opportunity to reach a lot of people. I'm going to Mm -hmm. put this in there. And this will be right. my outreach. And I'd feel guilty if I didn't. And yeah. on and on. Exactly. Yeah. Which goes back to all these things. And the guilt. But we love these letters. Yeah, those were good. Send more. Yeah, keep sending That's them. That's your babe. New Year's resolution, people. Yeah, Karen has told you your resolution. <laughs> She'll <laughs> sign mine later. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Bonnie's birthday's coming up. She would love some. Oh, yeah. For a birthday gift. Yeah. Um, so, uh, find us on all the things. We mentioned TikTok and the instability. And then there's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Great, great place for happy times. And mostly happy comments. But uh, one thing I was going to interject when we talked about the TikTok comment. I can't mm-hmm. go on a single Instagram post or mostly or TikTok is kind of kind of positive but Instagram there's always negativity. You you scroll down the comments cuz I'm trying to see like oh I does know. somebody else think such and such I told you and then, that. And then yeah. boom, not ours. I don't mean ours. On ours. Oh, ours too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just some people who like to argue a little bit. But, but even just the you know, general ones, it, you know, you see a cute cat playing with a potato, and then the first comment is, do not let cats eat raw potatoes. It is filled with this. Right. <laughs> and everyone knows you can just exactly. go get a new cat. It's like the boiled eggs. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Like, if I just repost memes, like I said, people will go, actually, Jesus, I'm like, whatever. But we do have one guy that you guys will now be seeing. He is our mascot, Matt, Matt Alexander, I forget. But he follows us, and he is, his little picture is him with his muscles shirtless, um, water skiing, and posing. And he says on all our things, I'm praying for all of you. It's perfect because a lot of our commenters can get out their feelings on him whatever they want to say he won't let me follow him back i requested him months ago right he's not i'm just leaving this one guy because he has brought more people through the algorithm to our page and than anyone and his page isn't private that's shocking it is private oh like his posts are so i requested him he won't let me it's, follow It's him always back. the Very scared weird. people. It's always the ones who want to, like, cower behind a couch and, you know, yeah. throw but things. Yeah, but show their pecs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would say it's always white men. But, you know, we love the white men who follow us. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a shit pile, y'all, and we will see you next week. Just try not to be a shit pile. That's all you're really obligated to do. No, I said That's to. just being human. There okay. is no try. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Yoda. Bye.